Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. I'm your host, Catherine O'Leary, and today I am excited to share uh, with you a colleague of mine. We met actually on her podcast a few months ago, and she graciously accepted the invitation to come and talk to us about all things publicity and PR related. So Angel Wilborn, welcome to Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. I'm so excited to be here and, of course, talk to my fellow Gryffindor once again. Uh, oh, yes. 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 Harry Potter. So, yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on Kickstart the Conversation. Fellow Gryffindor. Yes, I've forgotten about that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, other than being a fellow Gryffindor, Angel is a public relations specialist and business organizer. She has a master's of arts in public relations. Um Angel knows that small business owners wear many hats, and she believes publicists should be one of them. She works with small businesses to help them increase visibility of their brand uh, and get organized. She's the founder of The Modest Company, host of the Modco podcast, and a blogger. So, Angel, tell us a little bit about who you work with and how you serve. So, I work with female small business owners or entrepreneurs, and I just help to educate them on public relations because I know public relations it's like one of those things, you know what it is, but you don't know what it is. And it's like, oh, okay, I've heard that term before, but I'm not actually sure what it is or why does my business need it. And I always explain to people that, you know, it's like when the, I relate back to like the BP oil spill that happened like years and years ago. I'm like, when the BP oil spill and everybody's like, what are they going to do? I'm like, that's when the publicist and the public relation comes in and like, okay, let me help y'all clean this up and make it look nice for the media. And I was like, also, you know, just keeping a positive brand image for yourself. So that's what I do is just try to like educate, help you keep a positive brand image, and then also help you get your business organized, like doing an audit, looking at what it is that you have going on. If you're saying that, oh, I don't have enough time in the day. Okay, well, let's take a step back. Let's look at your schedule and see where we can find lots of time in your schedule for you to be able to have that time. Let's see where you're wasting time or where you're just sitting around and you can incorporate something else into that time. Perfect. Well, and, and small business owners never have enough time. There's yeah. always so many hats being worn. And I think publicity or, or publicist, as you say, is one of those hats that's not hard to wear because you're doing this stuff anyways, usually. Like you're you're doing the marketing, you're creating the content, and now it's just really having... A bit more of a plan to get it out there. Is that fair? 
Yes, that is very fair. And that's exactly what it is. Like you're already doing some type of publicist, public relations type work in your business every day. You just don't necessarily realize that that's what it is. Like when you're interacting with a customer or a client, like that's part of your brand image. You know, when you're posting something online, whether you're posting as yourself or as your business, that's a part of your brand image because you're no longer just Catherine O'Leary. You are Catherine O'Leary, the quiz queen. And so what you do is now associated with your business. And what are some of the the low-hanging fruit or or the easy ways to kind of get your, your public relations system or engine going? So an easy way is one is just connecting with your clients, like small business or connecting with your community, I should more so say, because a lot of people want to support small businesses. Like there are so many groups out there to support your local small business. So join those groups so that you can post in there. You can tell people about your business. When people, when you're meeting with a client or if you have a brick and mortar and you have customers coming in, talk to them, get to know them, especially if it's somebody that's coming in every day you should know them. You should be able to call them out by name and be like, hey, Catherine, how's it going today? You know, how's your kids doing or how's this going? So that's something easy that you can do is just making those connections and making genuine connections. Like don't, people can tell when you're being fake. People can tell when you're being phony. So just making genuine connections. If there's opportunities out in the community, show your face out in the community and wear a shirt or something that has your business logo on it if you're going to you know if you're like my son plays soccer you can wear one of your shirts or a hat or something like that with your business name on it to the soccer game you're going out to target you can wear something with your business name on it to target because people are going to see that and they may or may not say anything to you but they've seen it and now they can recognize that and some people are going to get curious and they're going to be like oh what's that i've never heard of it and they're going to hit the google to look it up Okay, awesome. And then on Google, you can do Google My Business and create that, which a lot of people don't know about. So do you help people with the profile or you just kind of drive them to that to say, go go get that done? Yeah, more so go go get that done. And, you know, these are the places where you should be putting yourself out there for people to find you at. Okay. There's a bazillion ways that people can find you. And and one of the things we touched on just before we got on the call was really finding where your ideal clients are hanging out, like whether that's Target or maybe it's Facebook or maybe it's LinkedIn or maybe it's in networking groups or at summits or giveaways or something like that. But finding where your ideal clients are and, and also stepping into those places that you have fun in. Because I know for me, I'm not a post, like a social media poster. Like I I don't, I don't live on social media. People don't find me there. That's not where my ideal clients are, but it's also not where I love to be. Um, So it's not something that I go on every day and just have fun in and post. It would be a job for me to have to do that. And that's not the point of marketing, really. I think the Mm -hmm. point of marketing is having fun and connecting and making those, you know, those authentic relationships start, not making them, but having them start and, but doing it in a a place that you have fun too, because if it doesn't light you up, you're not going to do it. Exactly. Like if you feel like it's a chore or like you said, if it doesn't light you up, then you're not going to do it. And so 
like you say, getting out in the community and making those connections. Okay, you're not a social media person, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to connect with somebody who is a social media person. So, okay, you're not a social media person, but you go out and you go to a networking event or you go someplace else and you connect with somebody else and you all exchange information. Well, now that person, they can be on the internet somewhere on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn and seeing somebody saying, hey, I'm trying to create a lead magnet. Um, You know, I'm interested in doing quizzes or I'm interested in getting my business organized. Oh, hey, now they're on there. I'm like, oh, I know this person, you know, here's the website, check out their website, get in contact with them. Now they put you out there because they are a social media person. So that helps to bridge that gap of not being on social media. And then another thing with social media is there's so much of it out there. Like I feel like every day there's a new social media site popping up or you have to learn how to do this social media site. You have to it's overwhelming and it's tiring. And then it's, oh, well, the content that you create for Instagram isn't the same content that you can put on Facebook. And it's definitely not the same content that you can put on TikTok. So now on top of having 15 different social media sites, you want me to come up with the same but different content for all of those sites. No, no. nobody has time for that. Like, it's just not enough time in the year to even try to do that. <laughs> it's, it's not, I'm sorry. So what I suggest is doing a social media pros and cons. Like you need to find out where your ideal client is hanging out at. So for instance, something that I just recently did was for my podcast, I didn't have a Facebook page at first. Like for my business at first, all I had was I started off with just an Instagram and then somebody's like, well, you need to be on LinkedIn. So I was like, okay, so I joined LinkedIn. It was like, oh, you also need to get on Pinterest. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't take this. So I got on Pinterest and I'm still not seeing like a lot of movement with it. And a couple of weeks ago, I finally like, I sat down and I already knew about like, you know, finding your ideal, well, finding out where your ideal client hangs out at. I just wasn't putting it to use. You know, one of those things that I can give advice, but <laughs> I need to take my own advice sometimes. And so I said, let me really look at my analytics for my podcast. And so I looked, I saw that it was, you know, majority female, which I already knew. I saw what their age ranges were. I said, okay, well, I think it, the age range is like 35 to 44. That was my husband. Where are women who are ages 35 to 44 hanging out at? They're not hanging out on Instagram. They're not hanging out on LinkedIn. They're not on TikTok. They're hanging out on Facebook. That's where they spend majority of the time at. Guess he's not on Facebook. I'm not. So now I'm not, sorry, I'm out here creating all of this content and creating all of this stuff. Yes, people are seeing it, but those are not the people that I need to reach. So I need to be on the platform of the people that I need to reach. And so that's what you just need to do with your social media is don't try to be on all of the sites. You need to figure out who your ideal audience is and then where they hang out at. And and the cool thing is, is that if they're your ideal audience, you're going to love talking to them. I mean, by definition. Exactly. And therefore, where they're hanging out is probably where you're hanging out too, usually. Right. Or at least it's a place where you can get it behind, you know, like actually posting and, and getting out there on it. If, if you know you're talking to your tribe or, or your people. Right, because you're familiar with it. You're comfortable with it. It doesn't seem like, a headache you know you're not trying to be like oh i posted the wrong thing this is actually meant for tiktok or this was meant for you know instagram or something like that 
you're comfortable with it. So you're like, okay, this is cool. And you're enjoying creating content for it. Perfect. And so for people that small businesses and entrepreneurs that are looking for more visibility and looking to, you know, PR or, you know, publicity for that, are there like bucket, like, 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 are there certain things that you should be doing for low hanging fruit or like, if you're really engaged in, in publicity, like you're going for like the magazines, like Forbes or entrepreneur or something like that, or are like, is there a system or something like, like how do people kind of engage and get involved? So I wouldn't necessarily say that there's a system. You do want to, you know, put yourself out there. And one thing that I want to say is that it doesn't have to cost you. Like people think, oh, public relations, publicist, oh my gosh, that's going to break the bank. No, it's not going to break the bank. So again, some low-hanging fruit things that you can do to get yourself out there. Let's say you're a small business. You just started up, you know, or either you've been in business for a year and a lot of people don't really know who you are. Okay, again, like I said earlier, get out there in the community, wear your shirt, talk to people in the community. A lot of communities have like YMCA's or Rex or something like that. I know the local YMCA here, they're always looking for sponsors for like the team sports and stuff like that. I can't speak for like any place else, but I think their sponsorship for a team sport, I want to say is maybe a hundred dollars for like one sport and maybe like 175 if you want to do two sports or something like that. Okay, that sounds like a lot of money, but if you have that hundred or that hundred and seventy-five dollars, sponsor a team because guess what? Every Saturday morning, a parent has to put their kid's jersey on with your name, with your business name, plastered on the back of it. Every Saturday, there are literally hundreds of people looking at your business name on the back of that jersey. Not only do you put your business name on the back of that jersey, you go out there to those games and you support your team and you're wearing the shirt so that now people can say, okay, they didn't just sponsor the team. They're actually out here supporting the team as well again have um like a meet the owner type of day or something like that if you're a brick and mortar type place do a meet the owner type of day have people come in do a drop in for a certain amount of time people can come in and meet the owner and pick your brain do a facebook do a facebook live or an instagram live or wherever your people are do a live with them Connect with other small business owners and see if you all can come together and do something small together to put your name out there in the community. Again, depending on what type of business you are, if you're an online business, it can be a little bit hard, but you can still use those social media outlets. You can still sponsor a local team in your business area. You can still go out in public and wear your shirts, you know? If you have a customer or a client that's always coming in, ask them to be like, hey, if I if you have like merchandise and stuff in your shirt, hey, if I give you a shirt, you know, will you wear will you wear the shirt out? Take a picture of the shirt, tag me in the shirt. So just small things like that that you can do to put yourself out there and to maintain a positive image without having to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on stuff. And so that's the most important thing because if nobody knows that you're there then you're not going to be able to build on that. So you have to start putting yourself out there. And I know me personally, like I'm a big introvert. And so it's hard for me sometimes to like put myself out there and talk about my and talk about myself. But if you're not willing to talk about your business, 
and why you started, you can't expect somebody else to be willing to talk about it and to put you out there for it. And I mean, another thing, I'm not a fan of them, but a lot of people do it. Like how the real estate agents have like the magnets and stuff on the side of the car. Put the magnet on the side of your car. If you own one of the moms at my son's school, she has, uh, she bakes, she bakes the cutest cookies. Her cookies look so cute. Like she's so great at decorating them. But every holiday, every at the beginning of school, what does she do? She gives the cookies to the teachers with different little things on like she decorates them with like pencils, like you name it, she can decorate. She's giving them the cookies. She's putting it out there. And I think the news or something like that came to the school one day and she made cookies for them as well. So it's just little things like that. If you have a business and you have a child and you can like incorporate yourself in your business somehow in a gift or something like that, do it. If um, there's a like a raffle or something like that, like at the local school for the band or to raise money or something, if they're doing something like that, donate something, donate a service, donate a product to it. Because again, that's getting your name out there and people are going to get to know you like that. So there's so many golden nuggets in that. (laughs) But what I love about that is it's great for bricks and mortar. So great, great PR tips for bricks and mortar that, you know, in your community, building up your community, you know, outreach and so on. But don't like just because you're an online service or, or, you know, you're you're online, don't forget that you still live in a community. You can still do all these things in the community because the people that you're talking to can, like you said, be the people that say, oh, you need this. I know this person. Right. And that's just a way to grow your network. And it doesn't always have to be on Zoom and online. I think we forget that, you know, post COVID. Yes. That it doesn't like, you know, you can still have that community spirit and that community connection and be a global business or be a North American business, be an online business. Um, but you can still have like those uh, not out of the box because they're actually old school, the old school kind of PR where you're wearing the shirt or the cap or, you know, you know, sponsoring the, the baseball team. Those are all great ideas. So um Perfect. So what I wanted to do, um, Angel, is just, you know, as you were talking through, I was kind of coming up with some ideas for your quiz that you might be able to do for your business. Um, And I was thinking of something along the lines of, because you did say about, you know, people that maybe are starting up or less than a year, and then people who maybe have, you know, a little bit more exposure, but not everyone knows who they are. And then for the people that are well-established, and they just want more visibility, you could have a quiz that's something around their their publicity score. Like, what's your publicity score? Or, you know, what's your publicity or PR relationship quotient or score, like score again? And you could have the outcomes be, you know, just starting out, you know, known in my area, but want to be bigger. And then, you know, well-known, but want to go deeper or something like that. And you can have okay. a little... Like just see, like you did with us, tips around, okay, you're not well known. Like, you know, like you can go local, you can go, you know, this these are like some easy ways that are not gonna break the bank to get your name out there. Or if you're more of a, you know, in that medium bucket where people are, you know, yeah, I'm I'm kind of known, but not as well known as I'd like to be. What else could they be doing? So they've maybe done some of the starter things, but what can be layered on top of that? And then for people who have 
you know, exposure and are quote unquote well-known and they're, or they think they're well-known, how can you amp that up? Like, how do you go to the right. next level? So you could, yeah, you can have a fun quiz, but I also liked, you could also flip it around and do something different and be like publicity for introverts. Right. Okay. She, yeah, you like that. <laughs> I, I love that. Yes. It's not all about being on Facebook lives yourself. And it's not all about being like the face of your business. There are lots of ways that you can do publicity that you actually don't have to be in front of the camera for. So things like you were saying, the magnets or the the car wraps that just maybe have the logo on it. Those are all business deductions too. So you don't have to necessarily be the face. You can have just a an image on a Zoom screen or something. You'd be talking in the background um, they call it a talking head, but you don't actually have to have your face on there. You could just have like the, you know, a really cool image that you're talking to or talk, you know, kind of talking. And that's totally fine for some videos and some, you know, in some audiences. So I think that you could actually do something fun for, you know, what's your public relations type and, you know, maybe introverts is one of them. And uh-huh. And you have like a whole like lead magnet and like a report just for introverts, you know, and maybe one for extroverts and one for, I'm not sure. I think I'm both. (laughs) Okay. I love that. So something, something along those lines, we could, we could, you know, talk a little bit more about that another time, but I think that'd be fun. Like publicity for introverts, you know, the number, what's your number one challenge to getting publicity when you don't want to be the face like you, know, you don't yeah. want to be the the person in front of the camera so what are all right. the ways because there's a hundred ways there's like a hundred million oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely yeah and that's that's why i like public relations because i can be behind yeah. the scenes <laughs> and i think that's why you know i had a hard time because i will promote somebody else's business from now until eternity but when it comes to mine i'm like no well, but i have to step out of that lawyers being their own lawyer or doctors being their own doctors like coaches wow. should not coach themselves no they um, and they you know business experts should not be their own expertise because i'm telling you like when i do my own quizzes it takes forever i can oh. do everyone else's off the top of my head but when it comes to sitting down doing my own i come up with a roadblock like none other and it's just craziness so it's always good to also have that circle of people that you can kind of brainstorm with too Oh, um, yeah, I agree with that. Because, yeah, I definitely, when it comes to myself, I, like you said, I get so distracted. I'm off watching TV, taking a nap, like every, everything, everything else, like right. bridge, doing the dishes, you know, cleaning the car off, like, because I can't wait, right? Like, you no. Know, that can't wait. It's like, ooh, that spot that I, you know, teeny tiny spot that no one can see, but that needs to be clean right now. Right now. Right now, that needs to be clean because I don't want to do this Facebook Live. Um, <laughs> perfect well uh angel this has been fantastic tell us again where people can reach you and i believe that you have a free gift where they can reach you yes i do so if you head over to my website it is the and on my website there is a freebie which is a social media platform pros and cons what i talked about earlier and then you can find me um, on Facebook. It's the Modco SC, or it might just be the Modco. If you the Modco or the Modco SC, yes. Instagram is the Modco SC. And then um, I'm also on Threads, and that's the Modco SC. So Facebook probably is the Modco SC because I try to keep them consistent. And Pinterest is the same as well. 
Perfect. So the mod code stands for the modern company. Yeah, it stands for the modest company. So when I was trying to get my domain, one, the modest company is very long. And also, two, it was not available. And so I was like, okay, I was like, I still want to stick with something that's kind of, you know, there. And so they give you suggestions and stuff like that. And I was like, these all suck. And then the mod code just popped in my head. And I was like, oh, well, that's that's perfect. So there we go. Modco and SC is Southern. South Carolina. South Carolina. I was going to, I was yep. going to say Southern California. I knew that wasn't right. South, South Carolina. Carolina. Modco SC. The Modco yeah. company, South Carolina. Okay, great. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Angel. Thank you for joining us today. And thank everyone else out there for listening. And we will be bringing you another episode next week. Talk mm-hmm. to you soon. Thanks, Catherine. Well, that's it for today's episode of Kickstart the Conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.